Be'ezrus Hashem Yisbarech. We will continue. We are learning the holy letters of the Balatanya, letter number twelve. With the shears and the schus of Fushalema, for Hinda Bastaberachel. We are learning letter number twelve that the act of charity brings peace in the world. And the inner dimension, the obsession with the service of compassion brings a never-ending and everlasting tranquility. We are going very deep into this idea to understand the difference between a regular peace and the never-ending, everlasting tranquility. And we have explained that in chapter 37 in Tanya, that he says that the tachlas and the purpose of the Messianic era and Tchiyas Amesim, when the whole entire Jewish nation of history the revival of the dead, which is the ultimate level in the messianic era, will come about where he explains that everything that we do now in exile, everything we do now in our day-to-day life, the energy that we create in the world through our Torah and mitzvahs, through our good deeds, the energy that we create in the world is the energy we will live with in the Messianic era. And he says, This purpose of the purpose that ultimate purpose that we are going to realize and witness which is the revelation of godliness in the world we're just like we see each other just like we see the physical world we will see the revelation of the creator of the world we will see the revelation of the energy that animates the world how much we see and what we see is all dependent on our activity and our obsession. It is dependent on the activity, the way we do our mitzvahs. Because the one who does the mitzvah, the schar mitzvah, the reward of the mitzvah, is the mitzvah alone. And this is one of the awesome secrets that the Balshemtiv. And the Magid, and the Balatanya, and all the Hasidic masters came to reveal. And for thousands of years, Jewish people did the mitzvahs in a way of surrendered activity. They were surrendered to what Hashem wants. Hashem said, do the commandments, they did them. But the Hasidic masters, as the beginning of the Messianic era, have sheared to us the insight, the depth, the secret mysteries, 
and the secret revelations of the purpose of these mitzvahs. What are we accomplishing in this world, physically, spiritually? What are we able to witness with these mitzvahs? The enormous revolution of the physical and spiritual energy that we are going to live with in the Messianic era. To be able to hold in your hand the tremendous energy that you accomplish, the tremendous godly infinity that you bring into the world when you do a mitzvah. And this is the beginning of the Messianic era. In fact, in 1970, in Hanukkah, the Rebbe, when he spoke about this, he said that the revelation of the Torah that's going to be in the Messianic era, which is going to be a Torah Chadashim there's going to be a new understanding of the Torah. We are going to witness in vision. Mashiach is going to teach in vision far more than virtual reality, far more than the way you witness on a screen. We are going to have in actual reality with our eyes, we are going to learn with our eyes as opposed to with our ears. We are going to witness similar to when the Mizritcha Magad came to the Balshemtiv and he asked the Balshemtiv, what can you contribute to me? What can you give me that I do not already know? And the Balshemtiv told the Magad to read from the Kabbalistic works. And when he read and translated, he said, what was I missing? And the Balshemtiv said, I will show you what you're missing. And the Balshemtiv started to read. And when the Balshemtiv started to read, the room became filled with all those spiritual angels and spiritual levels to the point that the Magid could not see the room anymore and he was transported to a place where physically he was able to see everything what the Balshemtiv uttered from his mouth. The room became animated physically with these spiritual revelations to the point that he witnessed a most divine revelation physically in this world. And this is going to be the witness, what we are going to experience in the Messianic era. With technology, the mineral kingdom becoming animated, with technology, will be a candy compared to the hybrid of physical and spiritual, to the new godly revelation in this world where the light of God, the essence of God, the infinity of God, the infinity of my soul will be visualized. Right now, who I am, the soul of I am, the core of who I am is not witnessed. It's not visualized. It's only by conscience. It's only by activity. When I wake up in the morning and I say, Moida'ani, the first thought that I have is my soul was restored to me. I don't think about the fact that I was asleep. My body was, my body was not in an inanimate experience and then my soul animates it. And what is this soul? A person is not thinking about the spirituality of his life. 
because what overwhelms us, what encompasses us as a people is our materiality. We go to the food for its physical. We acknowledge life through our bodies, through our physical. But we don't realize that actually it is the only thing that matters is the spiritual. If you don't have a soul in your body, you're not alive. You're still asleep. And if you're not eating food for its life force, you're deeply asleep. If you're not making healthy choices, even on a physical level, you're not in a space of life. But the reason we live like that is because we are trapped. The core of the soul, the core of the Jew, the core of godliness is trapped in this world. It's being drowned out by the world. And the whole purpose of Torah Mitzvahs explains the Balshemtiv and the Chassidic masters is to bring this light out into the open. To not only learn the Torah, but to learn the inner soul of the Torah. That the Torah should become alive. Not just in a space of the body of the Torah to do the Torah mitzvahs, but to actually see the Torah become alive. To see the soul of the Torah, which is to learn to learn the secrets of the Baal Shem Tev, which is the soul of the Torah. Which allows for the soul of the Jewish person to come deep in his body during exile which allows the deepest core of God to come deep within the world during exile. And based on how much we reveal this in our own lives right now, at the edge, at the edge of Gullus, we are in the final moments because you already see it in the transformation, the refinement of the world, even from a technology space. The fact that we live a miraculous life, we're able to do things in tremendous speed. Where we're losing our freedom of choice because we are becoming to, a, we are coming to a space where all of the culmination of Torah mitzvahs is to a space where godliness becomes revealed. And at that point, you don't have a choice anymore to transcend your selfishness. You don't have a choice anymore to change the poor man's life. You don't have a choice anymore to do self-sacrifice for your religion, for your friend. Because once everything is perfect, once there's artificial intelligence and everything, once you're going to be told what everything, what's the perfect way to do it, you lose your sense of creativity. You lose your opportunity to bring the revelation into the world. And this itself is a gift of the holy Hasidic masters to teach us that it's that activity that you do that's good, any good activity will bring in a new hybrid into the world in the messianic era. With any single thing that you do obsessively, compulsively, any type of spiritual thing that you do against your nature that unleashes an energy that's far beyond anything you could imagine and primarily that's going to be revealed when everybody wakes up from the dead but explains the Lubavitcher Rebbe 
that if you tap into this now, to tap into that energy of Avoid Yaseinu now, the obsessive energy now, the ultimate revelation will be in Tchiyas Amesim. But to tap into that revelation now is to understand the essence of the Jewish nation. And this is what we are going on so long to explain this most majestic, unbelievable, magical concept. Which is to understand the difference between compassion and kindness. The whole entire Jewish nation is built on Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Avram was kindness as we explained. Yitzchak was feeling. He was sensitivity. He was rejection. He was the beginning of the feminine element where he rejected everything. He was quality as opposed to quantity. He was fire as opposed to water. He was feeling as opposed to love. As we explained, there's two sides of the heart. There's the right side of the heart, which is Avram, it gives love. And the left side of the heart, which is feels love. When you give me love, I cannot use my Avram to feel that love. I cannot use my right side, my masculine side. My masculine side is only meant to give. When you give me love, that means I'm a receiver as well. I use my left side, my Gvura, my Yitzchok. I use my left side and I feel your love. When I give you love, I use my right side. I'm giving you love. I don't usually feel what I'm giving you. But if I use my left side when I meet you, which means I feel you, you're not giving me nothing, but you're empty, you're suffering. And I use my left side deeply, sensitively. I go deep into you. I use my left side of my heart, which is the emptiness of my heart. The right side of my heart is full. The left side of my heart is empty. And I use my left side of my heart to create the tremendous vacuum. The vacuum, this left side of the heart pumps all the blood into the rest of the part of the body because it feels the vacuum from all those empty spaces in the body. The further spaces, of, I feel your suffering with a tremendous sensitivity. And then I give now love with tremendous feeling, meaning tremendous sensitivity. You understand the awesomeness of this. You understand that this is the purpose of the whole entire Torah. You know, Avram Avinu, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Yaakov was chosen. B'nai Yisrael. Yaakov was given the gift of the name Yisrael only because he had this sensitivity. What did he have different than Yitzchak? What did he have different than Avram? He combined them. He intermingled them. He married them. Do you understand how he married them? Do you understand why Moshe Rabbeinu was chosen? Because he was compassionate to the sheep. Two Medrashim. One of them, he's sensitive to the sheep. And he said, I did not realize you were thirsty. And he lifted him up. And he gave him that sensitivity to understand him, to feel him, to know where he's coming from. That's not Avram energy. It's not a Yitzchak energy. It's Avram, Yitzchak combined. It's a Yaakov energy. It's a Rachmanis energy. It's a compassion to listen to what you need, to feel your emptiness, and then to give you from that space with zero judgment. Meaning to judge, but to give. Mishpat for tzedakah. To judge you, to see what you need specifically, individually at that time. With your children, imagine 
they throw a tantrum and you don't get triggered by the tantrum. You see that your child's throwing a tantrum and you say, this is not my child. This is the sugar in my child. And you don't get reactive and you give them the sensitivity that they need in that moment. Not that you let them do what they want or not that you hit them. You become non-reactive. You give them what they need. You feel them deeply. You go into that space, what age level they are. Not what you want out of them. Not what you want to be, put yourself in another person's shoes to have deep, profound, passionate sensitivity, which means to feel another person, your children, your spouse, to be in a space of non-reactivity, to feel a person all the time. Moshe was chosen for this. Dabra Malach was chosen for this. Yeshua was chosen for this. Asniel ben Kinaz was chosen for this. Every one of the Shiva Royim, every one of them, their main point was that they had this compassion to feel another person. And this is the awesome idea of what he's saying over here. There's Maisa Tzedakah, which means to give kindness to another person. And it's a tremendous thing. But Abboidisa Tzedakah is the birth of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu is the idea that he marries the energies of Yitzchak and Avram. And marrying the energy of Yitzchak Avram means that Yaakov Avinu actually marries two women. Yitzchak in him is Yaakov, which marries Leah. And Yisrael, the name that he gets when he beats the Malach of Esau, which means that he narrowed down all, Yisrael literally means to narrow down the Abrahamic energy, to narrow down my love. A man has tremendous amount of love. But nobody wants your love. When you're married, your children don't want your love. Your wife doesn't want your love. The poor man doesn't want your love. He wants you to take ale. Ale, kale is the name of chesed. It's the name of Avram. It's the name of God, which is an awesome kindness. You see the heavens? It's the heaven energy. The heavens, it's the water energy. You look at all the oceans, tremendous amount of Water, water, water gives us everything we need. If those oceans would come down in this world, it would be a flood. The oceans have to come down with deep sensitivity into our world so there could be plantation. Yisrael means to narrow down this enormous amount of love. And that's what Yaakov did. Sensitive to Rachel, sensitive to Leah, sensitive to all of his children all of the time, to, to marry the energies of Avram and Yitzchak. And that's why he had to have two different wives. Yud Akev, he suffered for 22 years with his father's energy. And then one day he beats the Malach of Esav, which is the Yisrael. And he later on gets a child, Yosef, because that's Rachel. Because that is the enormous idea of what happens when you're engaged in obsessive compassion, which means to be sensitive to a people all the time. To say, not I'm going to give this moment. Just charity. But what, what does the person need to hear from me at this moment? You understand the obsession he's talking about over here, like we said in the past, is a qualitative one. It's not a quantitative. It doesn't only mean to do it all your time. First do it one time in your life. Listen to the poor man. What does he need to hear from you now? The Mephaisa as well as the Noisim Pruta, the giving the coin, but as well as the heat, the passion, the fire. Moshe Rabbeinu was shown Machtes shekel, a fiery coin. And Hashem da explained to him, that is the secret. It's not just about compassion. It's not just about giving the kindness. It's about giving sensitively, eliminating boundaries. 
Yosef at Tzaddik became the most powerful person in the world. Yosef was the child of Rachel. Rachel married Yisrael as opposed to Yaakov. Yaakov had this tremendous compassion. And compassion means to limit all the kindness that you have and to give it with tremendous sensitivity. Tremendous quality as opposed to quantity. Oh, you think it's about giving a million dollars? No, sometimes listening to the person deeply. Like Shloim HaMelech who was chosen because he asked for an understanding heart. And David HaMelech was chosen because they, because he was sensitive to the different animals. To listen is an enormous form of giving. And because Yaakov Avinu had the listening ability when he gave kindness, Hashem gave him Rachel and Hashem gave him Yosef. You know who Yosef was? He was able to give to the whole entire world food when there was a hunger. You understand what type of, you understand the gift of Aboidus Atzadoki, Hashkit Vavetach Adoilam. It's a never ending kindness. When you look at Yosef, you see Yaakov's never ending kindness that he got, that his son had a dream that everyone was going to bow down to him, which was a misconstruement of it all because he never was thinking about them bowing down to him. He was thinking about what he could give them. And he saw his dream to completion where he not only gave his brothers and not only supplied for his family, not only was he dear every moment for his family and made them feel good about them betraying them, he made them feel good all the time. He was sensitive to them. All the time. And he always made them feel good about what they did. But he also gave to the whole entire world because Yitzchak was, Yosef was born. He was born from Yaakov's compassion because Yisrael means compassion and Yaakov means compassion. Titan emesli Yaakov. Yaakov is Tveris, is Rachmonis. It's Midas Arachamim. Midas Arachamim is not Maisat Tzedakah. Maisat Tzedakah is wonderful. It's Avram and Yitzchak. It's wonderful. Avram and Yitzchak also had Rachamim. But Avram on its own and Yitzchak on its own is not Avoidus Atzadokah. Avoidus Atzadokah is the idea of being compassionate, being sensitive, giving through listening, giving through deep, profound sensitivity. And you might think, oh, it's a qualitative thing. It's only one moment in time. What could be possible rewards for that? It's much better to give a million dollars. Comes Hasidic philosophy, comes the Baal Shem and say, it's a mistake. One moment of time of giving qualitatively will be never-ending and everlasting. The proof in it, Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef HaTzadik owned the world. 80 years he was king. The richest man in the world. He owned the whole entire Mitzrayim. And he survived and he gave for his brothers and everything. Why? Because of one moment in time that Yaakov was compassionate. Yaakov was sensitive. He married Leah. Married Rachel. His whole entire life was filled with sensitive compassion. Always being humble, always listening. And a space of tremendous inter-inclusion, intertwinement, marrying of his father and his grandfather's energies. And that's why he married two separate women. One was to cultivate the, the father and one was to cultivate the grandfather. And that is the Hashkit Vavetach Ad Oilam. To understand this never-ending thing that there's one moment in time in your life that you'll be deeply compassionate to another person. You'll make a change for them forever. Why would you make a change for them? Because the deeper the qualitative listening, 
you understand what happens if this moment is the only moment you're alive and you listen carefully to someone suffering and it moves you to the core where there's no boundaries between you and him, where you have eliminated your body and his body and his problem became your problem. And in that moment, there's a tremendous goosebump energy of compassion where you decide from judging him, from wondering why is he different than you that you're going to make a change in his life. Do you see how that makes your destiny never ending and everlasting? Do you think that that could come about from kindness, from tzedakah? Or only avoidance that tzedakah can make that? Only inner dimension of obsessive compassion. Only a situation where you're so deeply judging the other person, measuring them, listening to them. Not starting with your right side of your heart, you're giving love. But you're starting with your left side of your arm. Let me feel you. And then to, to suffer with the person, to feel his suffering that you suffer. Now, what are you feeling? You're actually suffering for him. And in that space of suffering for him, you understand Abraham Avinu was the gift of the world. He never suffered. Yaakov married those two energies. And that is the secret of Yosef Atzadik. That is the secret of Avram. Yitzchak and Yaakov cultivating and cultivating and and culminating in Yaakov, Bnei Yisrael. We are called Bnei Yisrael, which means the children of compassion. And when we generate this compassionate energy, even for one moment in your life, it's a hashkid levetach adoilam. It's a never-ending, everlasting, because in that space, body and soul have become one. You can't tell what's the body and you can't tell what's the soul. You can't tell what's the flame and you can't tell what's the wick. Because it is the core. It is that place of extreme light. And that was the miracle of Yaakov Avinu. And for that you need two women to cultivate those two types of energies. The Yitzchak energy and the Avram energy. And ultimately speaking, there will be a Mashiach ben Yosef and a Mashiach ben David. Where they will be so intertwined in the Messianic era. Because the soul and the body become one experience. Because there will be a hybrid of physicality and spirituality in the messianic era. Physicality and spirituality, each one mirroring the other, which means to feel love and to give love and to mix them to the point that you're giving with feeling all the time, which is the obsessive energy of compassion. And to touch this one time in your life is the most magical thing in the world because the miracle is the reward. It changes your life in every way possible. And it changes your revelation and changes your destiny and your children's destiny. Just like happened with Yaakov Avinu and that we are B'nai Avraham, Yitzchak and Yaakov. We are the B'nai Yisrael. And we have the ability to generate that compassion. And to generate that compassion one time in Golas. is the most magical thing in the world. And when we do that, the gift of being in that space, just doing it for one time in your life, that itself is the reward.